Hello, this is Namita and I've got a really good friend from college, Nilisha, with me here today. Uh, she calls me Lilliput when she's a little uh, <laughs> affectionate or angry. But, <laughs> but Nilisha is a really good uh, businesswoman and I look up to her for a lot of decisions and we have a lot of conversations in our personal um, uh, chats and time and space just this time we decided to press the record button and see if anybody else wanted to tune in that's about it so hi Nilisha you run Narla hey Namita <laughs> hi thank you so much for having uh, you know doing this and having me on your show and I'm so happy to be here yay and I wanted to start off with uh, you you know from like the whole woman woman perspective um, and people like you and me, we never really thought in college we'd end up doing anything like this, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, college seems such a different world, um, you know, right now. And, uh, uh, you know, the one thing that, you know, from what I can say is that you you plan one thing, but, you know, the course takes you, the course of life takes you, you know, a completely different place, Um which you hadn't imagined but every step that you do take in college and we did a lot in college you know like we did a lot of extracurricular activities and it was just not uh, books and uh, this thing so all that played such an important role um, you know to bring us where we are today great so we'll just get into Narla your little baby okay uh, you yeah, started sure. Narla I'm off with a very beautiful vision and then as soon as lockdown happened, you you and I were discussing about how it, it was officially had to take on the status of an, an essential. And now that we're like almost 120 days into lockdown or post, you know, the first Janta curfew, um, what what's the ambition now looking for uh, Narla? So all yours, take it away. The past, present and future of Narla. Uh, well, you know, our products, um, so just you know to uh, a few steps back our company uh, they're all about coconut products and we have uh, um, food products which is you know cold pressed coconut oil um, coconut flour coconut vinegar and then we also have some other coconut products which um, are the handmade soaps so uh, getting into lockdown um, we were our products were kind of essential because people need to eat right so it just depends what your diet is and what who terms what as essential for for oneself so um at our sales um you know we had to make sure that uh, our products were getting to the supermarkets were being stocked online uh, so that people could uh, you know use it for their cooking our, our sales of soaps also did increase because our soaps are natural soaps so you know people were having constantly washing your hands uh, oh, one tends to <laughs> one you know you at one point you're like oh my gosh my hands have become so dry so our soaps were you know are natural so to some extent they kind of are more gentle on the skin so so oh, I've, been, primarily, I've been using your product since um i don't know when i you you gave me some samples and then I've just been buying them ever since so I love yeah <laughs> I, love, I love how how thoughtful it is as a business I like you know even from a branding and packaging there's just so much of of intention and and positivity and, and pureness I just love it um and I you know I keep telling a lot of people about it and thank you thank you 
sorry yeah, go so, on you know we we started like you know we started off saying how we could get the get a good product out to the customers you know something which was traditional something which was um healthy and we are seeing a trend now of going back to the roots you know going back to our roots in terms of uh, lifestyle in terms of diet in terms of uh, just sustainability just we we can see a you know circle of going back to the roots and you know coconut oil at one point was shunned as a almost a toxic uh, oil which was bad for health but we don't realize there were a lot of ulterior motives uh, political economic uh, that uh, coconut oil was um, said you know it's a uh, it's, it's bad for you but our grandparents uh, and forefathers have been consuming it for eons and have been in the best of health i mean i have a living witness my grandmother you have met my grandmother yeah. she's uh, next month she's going to turn 97 Wow, 97, and she's got hair, and her hair is black. I mean, there <laughs> are, her- <laughs> you know, there are hereditary uh, components to it, but she's been using coconut oil. They've been eating coconut oil, and I'm sure. She- I mean, <laughs> we have probably a more white hair than, uh, than she has. <laughs> yeah, no, and it is a it is a theme, right? And and you know, you should talk a little more about your uh, essential and and the future, but. but it is a theme that even i've come to to understand that we've gone so far away from respecting nature right we've we've right. Um, uh, i'm i'm going to give uh, i've been listening to a lot of sadguru and he's been saying you know we've been giving human intelligence a lot of importance and that's true we've been forgetting about our roots we've been forgetting about we've just sort of been indifferent and thinking that we can we have a lot of power to do a lot of things ourselves but as we are part of the ecosystem and we need to yes, be back yes 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 we are part of the ecosystem and we need to be mindful of that and you know we we need to even our consumption it ha- you know we need to come bring it down so even when i am talking about you know usage of the products um we do not really encourage uh, excessive consumption because good things have pleasure Yeah. So um you know everything has to have a has to have a balance and uh, yeah that's with our products that's what you know we want to do is to bring out good products to the consumers uh, so that they can have an active healthy lifestyle in terms so of their diet yeah and so let's uh, talk about the essential status right right <laughs> suddenly overnight having to be you know fight to be an essential you remember that conversation yes. uh so uh basically um what happened we we have been selling online through amazon through flipkart as well as through our own website and um so the sales kind of stopped at at you know uh the, once the lockdown happened we saw absolute reduction in sales and uh, we were trying to figure out okay what's happening because our products are essential so mm-hmm. one or two things that we had to do is we had to actually um go back to amazon go back to flipkart and explain to them that these are food items these are essential items mm. so what had happened initially uh, was that amazon i'm just taking one example yeah. uh they had uh, they had kind of categorized what was essential and non essential we are assuming this 
uh, based on the amount of sale that was happening for those products so mm-hmm. if, you know there was in the food category there were some products moving at a very um high uh, volume um like you know maybe salt sugar rice whatever it was yeah. uh, the algorithm was naturally categorizing them as essential whereas we were so there was an override that we were not essential so we had to actually petition Mm-hmm. uh them saying that we are a food item people are using it as an essential item and uh we need to categorize it as essential so that was on us as a business to kind of um get get to them and you know uh reach out to them and ensure that we have the essential tag now once we had the essential tag uh the sales did pick up uh, yeah. considerably as you know the baking has become the new barbecue Yeah. So everybody is everybody is baking and cooking and experimenting. I I think you have also become quite a chef yourself. <laughs> and um yeah. Yeah, so so we saw a very good response. Uh we also saw people um looking out for healthy options because uh you know, people are suddenly conscious that you know, okay, we need to build immunity. We need to eat well. uh so i think that's how that's where our products were you know got a little edge so after that it has been kind of smooth sailing uh, till the time we ran out of stock now uh, <laughs> yeah because see the digital world is one thing where you're selling online and the deliveries and everything but then from the back end point you also have to be conscious about our logistics in terms of our supply so we had uh, challenges uh, getting you know our supplies in terms of packaging in terms of a lot of things uh, which we sorted out it was challenging we sorted out and then we now we are back live again and uh, picking up the sales are picking up again and so are you going to stay in essential business now for the future are you going to like use that tag as a brand what what what's your thoughts for for the future um so um you know and uh, both of us also passed out uh, from our higher studies at a time where there was a recession yeah right 2009 and yeah. we've already been through a recession we've already experienced it and uh, i was passing out of my uh, mba at the at the time like it was a 2009 you know it was a very critical time and half my batch was in place so i think subconsciously uh, when i entered into this business Uh, I was aware of the fact that I don't want to get into a business which has extreme fluctuations, and food was one of them. Mm. So very conscious, uh, I think consciously, subconsciously, I did get into an already essential um, commodity business. Um, you know, having been through that one cycle of recession and seen the effects of it on different businesses, and. Um, towards we uh, we have been experiencing a downturn ever since october november if you you know we have been following the trends economic trends and seeing uh, goa had we are based in goa mm-hmm. our company is based in goa so goa had a not so good tourist season this time so we have been seeing a lull ever since and uh, as a company also we slowly decided to focus more on the food items so our coconut oil coconut flour and coconut vinegar and uh, we will be launching a few other uh, coconut food products 
and we kind of defocused from other products like our coconut bowls um lip balm which we felt that uh, is not going to be um you know really an essential so as a business in terms of our product line and our product mix Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like um, uh, focused on what would be uh, essential during this time. Yeah, um, and I'm sure you've got a lot of like um, tricks up your sleeve which you're not going to reveal today. But that's good. <laughs> that's good business sense. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's fantastic. Uh, do you want to talk about the thoughts? And see, I'm in the space of brand, right? And we we really right. do a lot of. uh deliberation and conscious building of brands and i know you've done that as well you had a very long stint uh as a marketing manager right yes and at godrej right godrej um and you've brought all of that expertise into what you do with narla so what's your brand um thinking like what what are some of the what are what's on your checklist of a brand So you know, Namita, a brand has to be backed up by a promise, right? Yeah. And um, the promise that we are trying to fulfill every day is to get uh, good quality products, natural products, healthy products out to our customers. So the future of the brand, I would say, is uh, to constantly be on the lookout to introduce um, products which. Um, would be uh, healthy which would be convenient which would be um, you know uh, which would add to a healthy overall lifestyle for our customers so just to give you an example we are looking to introduce coconut sugar very soon so you know people are becoming conscious about the refined sugar in the market and their consumption of that so coconut sugar is a natural sugar uh, it, it's a better sugar for diabetics um it has a you know a lot of vitamins and minerals so we we look at from brand you know the face of the brand is the products and what we uh, stand for and yeah. we strive constantly to you know deliver that promise we want to be seen as the place for coconut products yeah you know primarily and also a place later on going forward to see other healthy products in maybe in terms of collaborations or in terms of you know partnerships but uh, to to bring out healthy um, products for our consumers so i would say that's going to be the future of the brand and in the long term you know post this lockdown and everything we also want to move into more of an experience for our customers mm-hmm. so how are the products made um you know can we have people coming in and seeing what a coconut actually looks like in its entirety you know what we see on the super on what we see on the supermarket shelf is just like the second layer of the coconut and then that has to be cracked you know not many people know uh the wide variety of products that can be made from just one single tree it's quite fascinating so you know maybe going forward yeah Sorry. Now I said it for me, and I, I just want, the only reason I want to interrupt was even me after having known you for so long and having you know been through uh, the journey 
uh, you know, sort of as a friend along the way. I've made so many plans to come in and and be a part of, you know, at least see the the farms and everything. And I just, I have never been able to do this. But you know, with I'm thinking something like Airbnb experiences. If you're doing something like that, I would gladly right. do it. Right. Oh? Right. No. Right. Yeah. Sorry, it's a great idea. Yeah. So that yeah, that's the that you know that that's a um, my personal uh, vision. What I would really like to share with my consumers and people who are associated with the brand and who have been cheering us on ever since we started. Um, now, how that really comes together, given the circumstances, we'll have to see. But uh, yeah, that that's uh, that's my dream. What I'm loving, Alicia, and one and one of the reasons why I specifically wanted to do this with you and and and, and press the record button is the optimism, the the fact that you're finding opportunity, the fact that you're it's broadening your horizons, the fact that you're not down and you know out about it. It's so cool. Okay, <laughs> you are the the backbone. I mean, entrepreneurs like you are the backbone of the economy and the next decade is what I. Strongly believe, right? Uh, so, do you want to like talk about yourself and what what's been your mental process through the lockdown and whatever you want to share in this regard? Uh, I- yeah, cool. uh, yeah. You know, thanks for that. It's 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 not easy, but I think overall, I think I've always been a um, positive person in terms of just trying to see what what is the good side of things. Um, the, the lockdown has not been easy, but uh, you know you need to see what's the bright side of things. Um, the one thing I told myself is that you have to have to have a routine. I mean, I'm already I already do have a routine, but to stick to that routine, you know. Uh, so whatever, however you're feeling, just get to your office space, yeah. whatever that is, in one corner of the room, or if you do have an office, home office. But just even if there's work, there's no work, you will find something to do, and um, you know, uh, just start, just start. So that that's been my um, philosophy. Um, and you know, when I'm talking honestly, there are opportunities if you look around. And yeah. I think you know, I was sharing it with a friend the other day. Is ever since I've actually stepped into business or entrepreneurship. Your mind just becomes very aware and attuned to uh, opportunities. Okay, can I do this? Can I do that? How is it? Po- you know, you're just like constantly questioning, questioning yourself. Is this mm-hmm. the best way? Um, you know, what what uh, what can be done? So, which I didn't have when I was doing a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I see. I think that's the mind shift of um, working for someone and working. In a business, yes, and trying to you know get things off the ground. Being responsible, absolutely. Um, yes, and being responsible. <laughs> in fact, I, I, I'm very fortunate. I have a really good uh, team who have really supported me, and uh, we didn't have to do. And we're a very lean team. Yeah. So you know, whoever I hire, um, I tell them, look, you know, you might be responsible for a certain. Uh, oh, can you hear my cat? Yeah, I can, but that you know, I had the doorbell going a little while ago, so that's okay. <laughs> home living, working, go for it. Oh, work from home, yeah. So, um, 
I, when I hire people and I, you know, I talk with them that you know this is our vision. Would you like to be part of it? I tell them, look, you might be hired for X profile, but one has to do everything around here. And are you up for it? Right from sometimes sweeping to strategy. That's what I say. <laughs> that's my line. <laughs> sweeping to strategy. So I, so I have I have a lean team, and you know they've been with me, and so we didn't have too many challenges on that front. And I'm so so glad that you followed your passion, and that you know keeps coming back. I, I, there's not a day that I don't recall how during school and college, and you know, uh, graduation, even early early years of working, you know, when you just experience salary and and freedom in some senses, you have no idea which way your life is going to go, right? Yes. You have some yeah. sense. I like this. I'll do this. Uh, I may want that life. You have just very limited frames of reference, right? But I can honestly tell you, um, I don't know whether you felt it, but I never thought of myself in where I am, you know, today, um, or even that. Oh you yeah, I am. Or even that I... uh, we, you'd be saying from sweeping to strategy. We would have been <laughs> laughing in college, you know, if one of our lecturers told us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we would be laughing at them. <laughs> yeah, we were backbenchers, right? So yeah, we were backbenchers. But you know, that that's the great part. You know, I don't think life is necessarily a choice. There are very few people who know absolutely what they want to do or what their inclination is. But I think life is more a process, choice by elimination. You do something, you don't like it, you move on. You try something. But you need to also stick at it to really find out because things are hard in the beginning, right? Yeah. So if you just keep saying that, oh, I don't like it, I move on, um, it may not work. But I think at every point that of whatever you're doing, there is something to be learned. Um, you know, right from you know, we we got uh, when we just passed out of college. I think you went on straight away to do your further studies, but. I uh, I joined uh, Thomson Financial and it was a knowledge processing um, center. Uh, we were working in shifts and things like that. The work was very monotonous, but there was learning, you know. And I guess that's what you have to um, assimilate and just be like a sponge and say, okay, what best can I get from this situation? What can I learn? Who can I meet? You know, what relationships? Can I foster uh, at 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 this place? Because you never know uh, whom you meet, and uh, <laughs> you know how the dots can connect at is. A, a later point in time. It's and sometimes I look back at at my stint in Godrej, and and I was like, oh man, it was such a big company, and uh, did I you know make use? Of the most of it in terms of fostering relationships uh, with people from suppliers, you know, sometimes you just get lost in your own department. Yeah. But there's like so much to be learned from others. So, uh, yeah, I guess yeah, you start off one end and you end up in a completely different area of expertise, which should not really be a problem for this generation who's just seeing like. Every five years, it's a completely new world for them, um, and we're supposedly their role models. I have no idea how that's going to pan <laughs> out. Okay, so I'm going to pause you yeah. and instead, and you know, it's been about a good twenty minutes since we've been talking, yeah. and I, I, I help um, 
I believe that we need to, you know, constantly share, share or form theories. Um, and you know, I've definitely formed this theory with working in the advertising side and digital side for a very long time. And I, you know, what digital has done has has reduced a lot of barriers, you know, uh, for people, whether it is making content or being a business or simply accessing information. I was telling somebody the other day, my love life is much better simply because I had <laughs> access to all the information um, at, at the at, you know at the right time. to navigate what the hell was going on when it came to relationships right i'm just yes. it's, it's it's a joke but it there is so much truth in it that you know it, the internet just opened up so many things and it removed a lot of the barriers that were that were held by uh, institutions and individuals and access right but having said that digital is not easy or simple it is fairly complex to navigate right um right. it may be, it may it may feel affordable but it's not really uh it, it there's a lot more investment that goes into it right right so you and i are on the same page i know this because of previous conversations but you want to talk about um you know how your operations your deliveries and some some of the challenges you know as a digital uh pri- primary selling on you know on amazon kind of business Uh, do you want to share about that? And just uh, yeah, sure, sure. Um, so you know, I would like to start off by saying that yes, the internet has um, simplified a lot of things. You can sit in one place and do a lot of things, and um, you know, you, I mean, just just banking or just paying your bills or just uh, it's just a whole lot easier in terms of operation. Yeah. However, I would also like to say that we cannot ignore the brick and mortar institutions. Yeah. Um, you know, the mom and pop shops. But like a business like ours, yes, we do have a majority online sales. We started off online sales because that's how we knew how to do it. Uh but you know the 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 stores uh, where people need to go and pick up things at you know last minute or in an in an emergency or just you know the process of or catering to a generation which is not comfortable with the internet yeah you know, my i mean your our parents my parents still cannot fathom of online uh, ordering groceries online though i think Uh, this uh, coronavirus has uh, forced people uh, to get a little comfortable, but we cannot ignore uh, the the you know the stores, the super stores, and um, the traditional. It has to be a balance, is what I say. So uh, the time when we did not like you know I shared with you earlier the time where the essential tag was removed from our products based on certain algorithms. it was the traditional stores that were sustaining us because mm. we were ensuring that we were supplying to the we had not many but a few key stores in and around goa so our products were going there and that's where we were getting our revenue for that month you know so uh, i would say it has to be a balance of both uh, coming to affordability uh while you can have a lean team 
you know it it um, you can you can have collaborations in terms of digital um it's not cheap uh, yeah. you know uh, <laughs> amazon encourages a lot of deep discounting which not always benefits the, the sellers um there are a lot of um people misusing the system mm-hmm. um on on amazon uh, consumers misusing the system um so all those are challenges which uh, are coming to the forefront because of just the increase in the number of transactions and because all the redressal uh, mechanisms are at their peak in terms of capacity and they don't have the bandwidth to kind of address all those issues so we are seeing cases of fraud online yeah. we are seeing cases of people taking products and uh, returning them now thankfully my products being food products once mm-hmm. they are open you cannot return it because it's food right but i am talking to other uh, colleagues and you know business owners who are on the an- online platform they are uh, they are experiencing levels of fraud and things like that to their products so it's not all rosy yeah. uh, i would say for a consumer the internet has really expanded and allowed us to do many many things um also another point i would like to bring forth is the transparency yeah um you know for a person like for a business owner when it comes to sourcing uh material or sourcing packaging material or sourcing it's all transparent now at a click of a button i'm able to see so many vendors who are online and i can choose and i can negotiate and i mm. can you know get the best deal and best get the best quality so those are the things some of the things from a business point of view that digital has allowed us to um you know but i would say um there has to be a balance between both digital and um your traditional brick and mortar institution um cool and you know there's so much of data right that you now have access to as a business owner right Um, if you just have to compare your brand manager marketing manager days uh, there's nothing really that i'm i'm going to ask you on this one but it just isn't it so strange that we have just so much data right now and actually a lot if you know what you're looking for it's much easier to work with that data but when you don't know what you're looking for then doesn't the data feel a little inundated like bidding on amazon right uh, or dynamic pricing or just distribution um, uh, your website clicks visits uh, what goal setting and you know sales and conversion and and, and all of that um, yeah such an analytical uh, mindset but without losing the business person in you you know uh, you right. can be, you can be such a high analytical uh, thinker but if you don't know how to make a profit if you don't know how to really keep your consumers happy and if you don't really know the the whole essence of brand building and and exploring and expanding the platform into every interaction and product like how you were saying about nala um it's just one piece of the puzzle that analysis or then that right right, right? Uh, you've got to bring all these 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 elements together um and stuff so okay uh so we're almost at the end elisha good 30 minutes that we're done and we did you know uh, you and i will keep 
talking off and on but this is yes. one of our recording um you know i'm looking definitely whenever i i need to discuss with with anything with you um i'll, I'll press the record button again in the next season uh sure, but you're happy to come on board anytime and have the usual conversations but with the record <laughs> button on <laughs> uh, so i'm going to end with you remember all our bike rides right back from college to home right right all of that namita was my um, was my ride back home <laughs> yeah and we would talk endlessly even then um and you know or detour here and there sometimes bunk a lot of college sorry father uh, if you're listening uh but you know those were the starting days of our friendship you know actually right from day 1 why, why don't you talk about how you started with narla and that'll be a really nice cute story to um leave behind with everyone who's managed to listen to us all this while <laughs> well you know it um so like i said i really never planned to be in business business um i knew uh, after 5 years in godridge that i wanted something different and i i used to wake up and say okay uh, you know uh, what what is it that i'm going to do today and i i never found a very satisfying answer you know after 5 5 5 1/2 years almost and so i decided that i would take a sabbatical you know i would take a break and um, i could afford to do that you know mm. and i said okay let me come back to goa let me take a break and then you know jump back into corporate life uh maybe with a different company or a different um uh, you know product line or whatever so uh, when i was packing up uh my stuff from from bombay i had this bottle of coconut oil uh which my mom had made um and she had given and you know at that time we used to just use it for our hair and honestly even we did not understand the complete benefit of coconut oil because even we were using refined oils at home mm. you know because we were in bangalore we were in a city where do you get access to uh, that kind of stuff and yeah and coconut oil wasn't wasn't spoken about doctors used to be like no it's bad for you so anyway so we used to use the coconut oil just for the hair and body like topical application so i had a little bit and i said okay i'm not going to carry it back with me to goa um so i gave it to a friend of mine she started using it and of course i came back uh, to goa she was amazed she was amazed she said nilisha what is this oil it's amazing my hair my skin my skin has cleared up and i was like okay <laughs> she's like please send me some more so i was like okay so you know that was the spark actually Mm. of where it started and then i started researching about it and the more i researched i was like oh my gosh this is big in the us why aren't we doing it over here mm. and of course they were doing there was oil production in kerala and tamil nadu but it was on a more you know commercial uh, scale and used for different purposes and you had your parachutes of the world and all that which is in no comparison but um it was you know the 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 traditional way of making coconut oil in its purity without all the additives and you know process and things like that and i started uh, researching and i said okay i'm going to get you know do this and we started off with just one product namita we just started yeah. off with the cold pressed virgin coconut oil and then 
um and then you know as i started moving around i had gone to thailand for a conference and coconut oil so i learned so much and i saw i learned there are so many other products which are good for you and i started introducing them one by one by one and now we have almost five six products under our belt uh, so that's how it all started and uh, we we've been able to continue it's not been easy i mean i i you know i want to give uh, a shout out to all those budding entrepreneurs who um saying that you you need to have a different you know frame of mind to get into business yeah. and it 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 gives you a great deal of satisfaction you know when when a customer uh, comes back to you and says your product is really good and or the you know and has a good word to say about it is that that satisfaction is immeasurable i've not had it in in and anything else that i have done to see that something that you have created and your business and people are appreciating and it so happens that every time i'm feeling a little despondent or a little low mm. and i'm like you know sometimes you get up with a feeling oh why am i doing this <laughs> I don't yeah, think that's just an it. entrepreneur thing that's like everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. But it's some sort of divine and intervention. Whenever I get that feeling some customer from somewhere or someone from somewhere will come to me and give me a word of encouragement in terms of a good review or a you know, oh my gosh, you're doing this. Oh, we have heard about you. Oh, you know someone from someone told me and i'm like okay this is why i'm doing it. so yeah that that's been my journey and that that's how i started and i and i hope to continue with uh, god's grace and um, your good wishes and my continued support i'm just one of them but yes. good luck <laughs> whatever Thank it you. is we're going to always you know uh walk the path together so that's good all righty this is the end of it this is thanks for having me on <laughs> i'm going to stop the pause button now and thank anyone and everyone who has patiently listened with us all the way to the end um if you want to reach out on nisha she's where uh, she's at narla life on instagram and um yes we are on narla life underscore coconuts on instagram you can email me at nilisha@narlalife.com and um, yeah or get in touch with namita <laughs> <laughs> all right tara say bye all right namita have a good weekend bye bye